with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Hello. Matt DeBurs. This is take number three for the podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to lead this ship because I keep leading it into turtles making love and it's not working. Here we go again. How Oops. about we haven't done this in a long time. If you can come up with one super quick, let's play million dollars butt. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. I have one. I'll give you a million dollars, but you can never go out on the weekends again. That means if your people are having a, you know, a party, friends are going out, you can't go out. Would can you, do you have it? people at your house? No. Oh, ee, I don't know. Mm. So no hot tub night. Sorry, Jack. I'm out. <laughs> you couldn't. You wouldn't do a million dollars. They are worth a million dollars. Let me tell you. Ah, man, I don't know. We got a lot on the go. So that means I wouldn't have to go. I wouldn't have to go. Not have to. I wouldn't be required to go to family birthday parties Nothing. or anything anymore. No. So and I'd you'd have a million dollars. I have a million dollars, and I wouldn't have to spend it on uh, forty-five different people that we have birthdays for. Hmm, that's interesting. No, I still. I I love my weekends. I love getting out and doing. Matt stuff. would do it for sure. Yeah. No, I don't think I could. Really? No, I love going out. Okay. Okay, I'll give you a million dollars, but you have to sleep in an Edmonton spring ditch every night. Every night? (laughs) That is totally not worth it. (laughs) Didn't think so. (laughs) What about the hypothermia the first night? At least your family's got a million dollars. And they're so stinky. Where'd you come up with that one? It's springtime. I looked outside. I guess. You're up, bud. All right. You got a million dollars, but the dog that you have just constantly goes to the bathroom and can't stop. So I have a never-ending pooping dog. Yes. In the house? Everywhere. Does it, like, no breaks whatsoever, just poops? No, it's constant. Depends, baby. I get it. Depends. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking it. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than sleeping in the ditch water. Well, happy spring. Enjoy the podcast. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. A mix of sun and cloud today with a high of nine for your weekend. Expect sunshine and highs around six degrees. Open man, back door. What timer score? What a feed from McDavid to Dreisaitl. Buries his 47th of the year. It's his 100th point. And for the first time, Jack, in nine seasons, we have a team with two players with 100-plus points on the season. Connor also scored the goal of the year for his 40th, but the Oilers did lose in a shootout 3-2. to two. They play Anaheim tomorrow night at Rogers, and our Edmonton Oil Kings play Game 5 of their playoff series with the Medicine Hat Tigers tonight. We'll have tickets to give away all morning long. And more hockey news, Kraft Hockeyville is down to its four finalists. One of them is an Alberta town. Rich Valley is a finalist, and up for grabs is a 250 grand grand prize for arena upgrades and the opportunity to host an NHL game at that arena. Now voting begins today at 10 a.m. and runs until tomorrow at 6.30 at night. They need this rink. I don't think they've had their rink running for the last year or so, so the people in Rich Ooh. Valley are big-time passionate. Let's get them to the finish, uh, finish, finish line, I guess. Yeah. Well, the new live-action Dumbo is in theaters today. Reviews are mixed. 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now that we're... Yeah. The one that hurt, elephants never forget, but audiences will. Now, this is just one of many live-action films coming our way. Aladdin is out in May, The Lion King in June. I'm Jack, and that's all you need to know. All right, before the Friday song, we need to uh, get our too early for a question question happening. And uh, the question this morning is uh, timely. This happens... More on Fridays than any other day of the week. What is it? I can hear people all calling in saying, call in sick. It's yeah, not that's call what in I thought. Sick. Okay. Shoot. Because that's the elephant in the room. 
Good tie in there, Dumbo. Bud. Got it. All right. But this happens more on Friday than any other day of the week. And if you were listening just before, well, just before 530 when we we're talking about my, I can't, I can't give more hints, but that would be a hint. Okay. So if, if we're going to reward somebody that was listening early this morning. I have so many guesses. All right. I don't want to get it. Because you might get it. I don't think you'd get it. Throw one out. Uh, hitting a pedestrian. That's no. what I thought, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hitting a pedestrian. All right. Good. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Woo! Trying to get an answer to too early for a question question. I think we've scared people off. 780-421-1039. 780-421-1039. Dial carefully, but dial often for your chance to win tickets to Bobby Wills. That's in a couple of Fridays, and that's going to be an incredible time at Cook County Saloon. Especially because it's a Friday night. Exactly. This happens more on Friday than any other day of the week. What could it possibly be? Again, call now for your chance to play and, and win, just like Jerry. Eating fish. Oh, yes. Weird. The Catholics Why? eat fish. That's right. Jack, you should Catholics know. Catholics. <laughs> really? Yeah. Every Friday? You're supposed to, right, Jerry? I thought it was yes, just Good Friday. Are. No, if no. You're good if you're religious. Yeah, if you're a good Catholic. Looks like Jack's due for another bout of confessions. <laughs> Pick up some <laughs> okay. fish sticks. Maybe a rebaptism. <laughs> we'll get Captain Highliner involved. Yeah. There you go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Bobby Wills, you want to be there at Cook County Saloon on April 12th, and uh, we just got to get the answer to the question. You got to get it for your chance to win. Terry, apparently this happens more on Fridays than any other day of the week at 780-421-1039. People oversleep. Ooh, that's a you good thing. Oh, yeah. A week of waking up early, it's bound Although, to happen. Although, you know what? Because people oversleep, then that might cause this factor to happen, too, in their life, now that I think about it. So you're you're kind of good. We're, uh, we're going to get there. We're having a debate, my husband and I in the car. I had a guess and he had a guess. What's yours? Yeah, friend. what's yours? Two for one. I think, I think people tend to get fired on Friday. Uh, they say that they typically don't fire people on Friday. It's, it's a Wednesday, Thursday it, move. Yeah, it's yeah. a Thursday move. We've seen it here at the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Morgan, what do you think? I think it's a uh, car accident. Car accidents. You know what? It's not car you're accidents, so but you're very, very, very you're close. Re- you're right there. It's, it's Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're very close, okay? Okay, thank call, you. Call back. You're so close. Right. Good luck. I'll try. See ya. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, that music means one thing. We have not got an answer to the too early for a question question yet. Wow, it doesn't normally take this long. Dave is on the line. Dave, you're the man. Apparently, according to a survey, people do this more on Fridays than any other day of the week. I think it's get a speeding ticket. It's not? Well, I I think we got to give it to him. Yeah. You think? I think so. Definitely. Okay, the answer was drive more aggressively. And driving aggressively involves speed. Probably get a speeding ticket. We're going to allow it. Okay. That's nice, Matt. I like this. You normally don't let people, like... Just don't blow it. Today, you're going to win the too early question, my friend. There you go. Dave, you're coming to Cook County Saloon on April 12th. Do you find that you drive more aggressively on Fridays? Uh, I drive aggressively every day. You just drive. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Every day that ends in Y. That's right. We'll we'll see you at Cook County. You'll be the one that comes smoking in and lets the parachute go when you get to about 76th Ave. Rolling some coal. Oh, yeah, you bet. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
All right, you hear it almost as soon as you find out you're going to have a baby. Everyone says, sleep now, because you won't when baby comes. Well, that may be true. Eventually, they and you do find some sleep. However, one in 10 infants and toddlers have problems sleeping at night, which leads to us doing anything just to get them to sleep. We're going to be talking about those ridiculous things you've done to get your baby to sleep in about 10 minutes. One of us in this room is living it right now. I have a theory with why he's having such a problem. Oh, you do? But we'll get to that coming up. I'm excited. I hey, his kid slept. I'd listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, angel yeah. wife, angel babies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. That's true. All I'm right. Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we have, it may not sound like it, but we try real hard to make this show entertaining and we, we try to plan it as much as we can. So we have these calls uh, in the evenings where we just kind of touch base. And it's, it's fun um, trying to connect with our friend Matt now because they're <laughs> in the process of trying to sleep train their child. Well, not sleep training them. What's it called? Just straight up get them to sleep. Okay, okay. So we'll have these phone calls, and Matt will be whispering in them because he's scared to wake the baby he up, or the baby's trying to sleep. So scared. And then I'm in a foxhole. And then all of a sudden, like uh, two nights ago, he says, "Guys, I gotta go." Like literally, it sounded like somebody was in their house with a gun. It sounds like a bomb is gonna go off. You're like, "I gotta go. I gotta Guys, go. I gotta, I gotta go." go. Bye. <laughs> We laugh so hard at that. But anyway, I mean, everybody's kind of been through this this part of their lives. And so you're you're talking about your little guy and your challenges with him. And uh, he only likes sleeping three different ways. Three different ways. One in the car seat. Yeah. Two after nursing. And three in the baby carrier. Okay. The baby Bjorn. So we're, we got all these books now and we're trying to stop That's being the key, tired the books. parents. Yes. And we're trying to figure out how do we get him to sleep without doing uh, the carrier or nursing. Mm. Car seat, whatever. Crutches. No crutches. No crutches. Exactly. Right. Jack knows. She's a new mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. She knows what's up. But the problem is, daytime naps, we haven't got them off that carrier. So I literally <laughs> have to be a human mattress for an hour and a half yeah. while this kid sleeps on me. And you yeah. can't sit down. I can't sit down. I can't move. Yeah. The TV has to be on very quietly. Yeah. I put on sneakers so my feet don't hurt. <laughs> I lean up against the wall. I have to rock. My sciatic. My Oh, my back hurts. <laughs> my hips ache. Well, at I, five months, he's got to be like 15 pounds now at oh, least. He's, he's over 15 pounds, little chunker. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Yeah. And we'll get him down in the crib sometimes now after post-nursing and... He'll sleep for a half hour, and we literally get as much done as humanly possible. Right. So we don't get a break ever. Right. This poor kid just doesn't want to sleep. Interesting. Mm. See, now my take, I don't know. I asked Karen, I said, what did we used to do? Because I can't even remember. And and uh, I said, was I part of this? Like, I, And she said, you were. You, were. <laughs> you don't remember, you weren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she yeah, says. This is ingrained you know in your memory. You're not going to believe it. But I. she says, no, you were very, very good. Because at that point, um, her maternity leave was only six months, and she had to go back after six months. And, and my schedule, because I worked evenings and things like that, actually allowed us to kind of both, you know, one of us to be with the ki- the, the kids all the time, and uh, she said, "I don't. We just let them when they wanted to sleep. They fell asleep when they wanted to wake up. They wake. We, we never put them to bed at like seven o'clock at night ever. Oh, like, nice. Ever. Yeah. Oh, look, the baby's asleep. <laughs> so, I want to strangle you. So I, I don't know. So yeah, he, don't tell parents that are struggling that. I know. I'm so sorry, but it was just it was we we were lucky, I guess. I guess, but I I don't know. We just kind of they when they it was time for them to sleep, they went to sleep. But 
you got to do some things. So what is the strangest, most unusual thing you've ever done to try to get your kids to sleep? Like they like the car rides. How far have you driven? Jack, how far did you put Kennedy in the vehicle and drive when you didn't have to go somewhere? How many laps have we done around the Henday? Actually, yeah. you know, to be honest, we were lucky. Kennedy liked sleep. She was pretty good. We did. I know it's very controversial. We sleep trained. I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. We sleep trained and it really worked for us. But you had to. And in, 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 you know, be, I mean, because you get your daughter up in the middle of the night. Right? Yeah. And like, Kennedy still to this day, she gets up at 430 with me in the yeah. morning, goes to the day home, has a nap there. But I mean, we are very lucky now. She's on a sleep schedule and she sleeps like a champ. I'm yeah. so angry yeah. that you guys get a full night's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I had to work for it. Yeah. I'm still angry. Okay. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can text us at one zero three nine three nine. What is the most ridiculous thing? Like colicky babies. You hear those stories. Sure. Oh my gosh! Putting them on top of the dryer in their car seat, trying to get them to do things. I mean, there. I know that there's things that you have to do when you've got a kid like that that just oh, yeah. won't sleep. We talked to my friend, my friend out in Devon. And you're sleep. willing to try anything at that point. I remember Bobby's parents, they still tell the story of how his sister Sam would not sleep unless the vacuum was on. Right. So that vacuum was on 24-7. Yeah, like Vanessa's little guy, what, he wakes up at like 3.30 every day and just... Just that, ready to play? That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? We want to hear your stories this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Again, it's it's a, a problem for a lot of people. It's a challenge. It's all worth it in the long run. It really is, of course, having children and things like that. But they is can it? Be, they can be challenenging. Oh, <laughs> every day, man. I love my son so much. I, when I get home. No from one's work, doubting that. It is yeah. the best feeling ever. Yeah. But I am living the human mattress life. You want him to sleep. The kid won't nap anywhere but on us. We have to put him in the carrier and stand there in the silence for an hour. All right. So he's looking for your advice, Catherine. I stomach slept her in the crib and I know it's terrifying for new parents and it was for me too but Mm. honestly she would sleep the whole night but she would not sleep if you put her on her back and she was like seven weeks old and she slept the whole night my uh my son's now five months old and he can roll himself over so he'll be on his back and then he'll roll to, roll to his stomach and he seems like he sleeps a little better there and they say it's okay. Once they can yeah. roll, don't be as worried. Right, so. right. Yeah. But there Once you they go. can roll, but and honestly it helps with their tummy for digestion and stuff. So maybe mm-hmm. he's just uncomfortable and that's why he wants to sleep on his stomach. The guy does love to fart. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it seems like every go. everything changes every 10 years. You're supposed to back sleep, then side sleep, then stomach sleep. Well, they got to sell more books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Christmas. Jack and Matt podcast. Getting texts about what Matt should do when it comes to helping little Bo, who's five months old, sleep. This text says, Matt, you and your wife need to hire a sleep coach. All right, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> <laughs> you should check into our plans. Sometimes sleep coaches are covered. Uh, not covered. All right. <laughs> this person says, big mistake, Matt. Don't make things quiet in your house. Keep things the way you and your wife like it. We got a white nose machine and we put him to bed. Is it's like a 737 starting in his room. Yeah. So it's not quiet. Okay. Well, why are you whispering to us all the time? Yeah. I, say, I don't want to add to it. Maybe voices, right? Okay. Maybe. All right. Okay. Uh, Michelle, you've had challenges with all three of your kids. With my middle daughter, completely opposite because she was colic. So I literally had to take her and I'd have to lay down with my knees up and have her tummy on my knees and pat her bum all night until she would sleep. And I did this for months and months on end, waking up every half an hour. You know what? Ironically, that's the exact move Matt made for Bo to come into the world. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Oh, yeah, sweet sleep. That's what Matt misses more now that he's got his little guy. It's uh, 729, kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. So we're talking about that this morning. Yes, lots of tips coming in for you, Matt. Nicole says, good morning, guys. I did sleep training with my daughter. I knew that I needed to put her to bed when she was sleepy but still awake so she could learn to fall asleep on her own. It was so hard the first few nights to sit outside her bedroom door as she cried. I cried as well, but it was so worth it because she ended up being such a great sleeper. There you I mean, go. It, it's tough for me, but it's even harder on my wife. Right. Oh, yeah. She's the one who nurses them, and then right. that's the way he's falling asleep. So it's yeah. like 45 minutes in the dark while that happens. Yeah. Well, I'm outside. <laughs> Whispering okay. at us on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you got some stories? Well, a couple. Um, both my kids, I had to lay on the floor and hold their hand outside of the crib until they fell asleep. Oh. Which I liked it. But it sure gave me a sore back. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see then, Matt propped up on a pillow. <laughs> and then the other one is my father-in-law has a diesel Cummins pickup. Yeah. And he used to take my daughter. She was the first granddaughter or grandchild. And he would take her for a ride uh, out to Villeneuve and Mournville and back. Yes. And uh, she would fall asleep right away. And that was kind of. The routine with her. Grandpa was rolling coal. Yeah. Baby was snoozing. <laughs> the best sleeps I've ever had are in the, the sleeper of the Peterbilt with it just kind of running in the winter time, you know? Not in like a carbon monoxide way, but you know what it is. Looks I mean. like Matt's got to buy a big rig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck explaining it. <laughs> Cheaper than a sleep coach. Well, yeah, <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 734, we're talking about uh, uh, strange and unusual things you've had to do to try to get your babies to sleep because Matt's uh, kind of going through that right now and uh, got a great text at 103.939. Yeah, I was a young mom and I was told that the best way to get my son to sleep was to sit in a rocking chair and sing lullabies to him. Well, those lullabies actually kept him awake. So eventually I moved on to other songs and none worked except for one song. Yippee! Yippee! Sing it with me, guys. Ghost riders in the sky. That is the song. It was the only song that my son settled down to and fell asleep. Twenty years later, I still have that song memorized. That comes from Bethany. Awesome, Cat. What about you? What worked for me was a sleep sheep. I don't know if you've heard of these magical sleepers. Oh, we got a sheep. <laughs> I was oh, oh, just yeah, singing the sleep sheep praises this morning. <laughs> yes, they're awesome. My husband has one now. Um, <laughs> he loves the sound of waves, and it makes him go to sleep, so the kids bought him a sleep sheep. <laughs> That's hilarious. And when your husband wakes it. up and cries, it turns back on. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Um, and what I'm picking up from what you're saying is the car seat or the um, carrier or you all gives kind of pressure. So if you swaddle that baby really snugly, I might simulate it, and putting your shirt underneath his head might give him the sense of smell that you're close. So you might be able to get away if you do that. Chris knows exactly what I'm going to say, but baby's addicted to B.E.O. <laughs> <laughs> and the slight scent of beer and onions. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If sympathy was what Matt was hoping for with this topic, he's certainly getting it from no a lot kidding. of parents and the sleeping challenges, and most of them are just like, hang in there, it'll get better. It, it ends it eventually. Does. Just got a great call from uh, 
I don't recall the name, but she basically just said both her kids were completely different. It's just like these kids are just different. And she did. So we dealt with them the exact same way. One slept, one didn't. It's just that, that, that simple, right? Here's a piece of advice. Hey, Matt, try adding a little bit of pablum to his milk. We did that for our three kids and they slept through the night. And if he's your kid, he's probably hungry. I told you guys a crazy story about uh, this summer when we were talking with my grandma and uh, my aunt and my mom, and they were talking about one of the boys who's now like 55 years old. But when mm-hmm. he was little, he was so big and he had such an appetite, they were putting meat in his pablum. What? I don't know. A little ground beef was red meat, chicken? Yeah, you know. I don't know if that's recommended. I probably not recommended, but <laughs> they did it. They said, Miles, that's the only way you could get him to sleep. Give him some meat. So I don't know. Fill anyway. him up, Matt. That was, right. in, that was in none of the books, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if that's Meat in there. Meat in the pablum. Desperate times call for desperate measures, I guess. Hey, <gasps> I think you might start to get pretty desperate because here it is. It's Jake Owen, Kissing Country, 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hi, Kissing Country. Hello. Hi, who's this? Madison. Hi, Madison. Hello. Hi, what are you doing? I am just sitting at work, actually. Oh. No one's in the office, oh, but nice. just me. Okay. That's a good thing. Yeah, Where do you work? Yeah. Uh, I work at LeadCore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the LeadCore <laughs> Is that the chant? Yeah, when I think LeadCore, I think <laughs> no. that, right? Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so you're in there all alone? Yeah, my boss just left. I told her I was trying to call and win tickets. Okay, okay. So your boss knows you're in on this, hey? Yes, she does. Because this would be a perfect opportunity for you to scream like you never have before, because guess what? Am I going to Tennessee? You're going to Nashville, Tennessee! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Madison, now's your time to scream. No one's going to hear you. Well, now there's a couple people in the office, so they might hear me, but I'm crying. I'm so excited. Okay. There's a crying girl in the office. What's happening? (laughs) Yeah, there's two ways people react to this news. They uh, They're screamers or there's the criers. I was just like, I can't even breathe. I (gasps) can't. Take a deep breath. You're going to Tennessee. Oh my goodness! Go tell them. You got to tell somebody. Go tell those people in the office. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go tell my boss. I'll tell her right now. Okay. Yeah, you're going to Nashville for the Tennessee Takeover. It's going to be an incredible trip. Of course, you're going to see Jake Owen and Mackenzie Porter uh, perform. You're going to get a chance. Have you ever been to Nashville? No, I've never been. But we all dream of going, right? Oh, I'm so excited. My boyfriend's never gone. He's never even been out of Alberta. He lives in Four Hilton. He barely travels outside, so I'm so excited to take him. I bet he's got some good boots, though. He's ready. Oh, he does. Hope he's got a passport. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I think we all win when this happens. He's angry. Uh, We don't know why. We call him just to say hi and to see what's on his mind. He's Oscar, Uh, everyone's favorite grouch. Hello. Oscar. Hi. <laughs> oh. Sounded like you got a bit of a frog in your throat there. Your call display showed up as Chad. And Uh-oh. that gets you angry? Confused. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, we are also the home of 630 Chad. There's an election going on, Oscar. You knew about that. I don't care. You don't? No, I, I'm not going to vote. No? Well, 
nobody's making me premier, so why should I care if anybody else is made premier? Oh. Fair enough. Finally, an old guy without a take on the politics. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like this. This is awesome. All right. Um, it's spring break week, and we thought we'd get your uh, take on that. Um, have you is noticed that it? what's happening? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, we've noticed that. It's been a little bit quieter on the roads and even on the phones because, uh, you know, the kids are, are not in school. But maybe... Well, it hasn't been quieter on my street. I was oh. just going to say, maybe a little busier in your neighborhood. I was wondering why all these kids were being useless. <laughs> <laughs> Useless? Oh, they just run around in circles. <laughs> well, that's good. They're getting fresh air. They're not learning math. Oh. <laughs> Is that important? Depends on what you do for a living. I guess so. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to us. But Yeah. I mean, if you're a welder, probably not. Right, right. Well, you need to know the size of the rods, three-eighths, you know, five-eighths, that kind of stuff. Wow. You seem to know it all, so why are you in radio? <laughs> <laughs> the same question I asked myself, Oscar. Yeah, there's been a few of us. So you've had, you're not a fan of the kids, and it's only going to get worse, I mean, as we get close to summer too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what what are they doing that annoys you so much besides just running around in circles? Well, I just don't get why they're not in school. Oh. It's back spring break. In, back when I was a kid, you go to school, you learn, and if you suck at writing cursive, you, your teacher gives you a smack, and then you know how to write cursive. Yes, yes, with the ruler. Tough love. Mm. Right, that's how you learned, and you didn't you didn't get a spring break. You've never had spring break when you went to school? I don't remember, but probably not. <laughs> you didn't go to Florida <laughs> for spring break or anything like that? I've never left Canada. Oh. Right. I but, try not to leave my house. Oscar, doesn't it make you happy to see all these kids smiling and laughing, running around? No. So what would you advise the uh, the parents of these kids to do with them during spring break? How do you kill time as a parent? You teach them. Teaching, okay. You say, really... here's a tire, take it off my car and put a new one on. You are, you are <laughs> really stuck up on this teaching and learning Kids thing. are going to become pit crews. Yeah. yeah. No more breaks. Yeah, kids aren't like that anymore. They want to well, learn, but no, they... they should learn to fix breaks, too. Okay. Oh. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.